our final call of the night and then our uh, wrap-up segment is going to be with Ike Woodard and Aristotle about really politics and uh, just life. So let's, uh, let's play into it. I just bring the ship inside. It's time to record in a minute. I, I, I'm hungry too. Hello? This is Kevin Todd. Ah, uh, hello. Bring me my robe too. I, I got a call from KT. Hello, Mr. Katie? Yes. Uh, please excuse me. We have a new guest on the line. Hello. Hello there, Aristotle. Hi, Mr. Ike. How are you? We're, we're on together right now with, with Mr. Kevin Touch, the phenomenon. That is fantastic. What are you doing right now, Mr. Ike? Uh, I just... Uh, was watching a show called Man in the High Castle. What is this Man in the High Castle about? Uh, it was about um, uh, alternate future where uh, the Nazis won World War II. Ah, and how do you feel about these situations? Well, I'm really glad that the Americans won. <laughs> yes, I wonder most cases, what would have happened if it had been the other way around? Well, I think it definitely would be a different world for sure. Yes. Now, let me ask you this, Mr. Ike. You sound like a very intelligent man. What is this thing? Yes, anytime. What do you think about this uh, conspiracy or conspiracy theory that uh, the the Germans had some type of weapons of mass destruction or possibly um, access to intelligent uh, type of crafts like a UFOs, the shaped bell, um, and being linked to a lot of uh, maybe a possible alien extraterrestrial race. Do you believe in these things? Um, no, I don't, because if they did have access to them, they certainly didn't uh, use them to their advantage. This is a very true True indeed. Now, they also say that the scientist, the lead scientist, Mr. Vanna Van Braun, he was developing the nukes and the high, high, high big missiles and bombs. Uh, and this is the reason why they had to go and take out the Germans amongst them doing what they did to the Jewish. But needless, a lot of the stories behind these things. And then I find it kind of strange that they would get Vanna Van Braun to America and come develop some type of weapons for us. Do you know the background of this? Um, I don't know it as well as I would like to. Um, I, yeah, so I, I can't really speak um, completely intelligently on, on that, but I, I do think it's strange that, uh, you know, things kind of worked out the way they did. But um, I, uh -huh. I am certainly glad that America was able to develop the bomb first and yes ah, i can appreciate your honesty and and uh, uh your humble hey excuse me but i don't know these things don't don't need to want to step on toes i can i can respect you for this and this is why mr kt he loves speaking to me uh as well as i love speaking to you and we all love speaking to each other how long have you been on anchors um, I've been consistently uploading for a month, or almost a month, um, but I've had the app since April or June. Ah, you've been holding out. 
from uh, placing content so much. You, you've been kind of respecting everybody and taking your time with good content, it sounds like. Yes, that's right. I uh, wanted to um, see what kind of style really took off here on Anchor. And uh, very nice. So I could see if I could fit in. And uh, fortunately, I do. And uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I like you. You uh, are very intuitive and, and very mindful of the times you live in, being able to create and put out stuff that's not garbage, but yet put out stuff that you're comfortable with, it sounds like. And maybe on the consumption side of the consumer side, you want to give them value. So why don't you share with me in the world and KT, what is it exactly that you put out? What's your mission or what is Mr. Ike? about on his station? Um, well, well, first off, thank you very much for the compliment. Uh, that, that was very nice. And yeah. uh, in terms of uh, what I um, upload, um, mainly what my station has become uh, and what I, at least I hope is perceived as, um, is a place where uh, people can just come and listen and have uh, a good time and you know, get a relief from uh, the daily struggles that they might be going through. Um, originally, I was planning on um, having uh, more political discussions um, and more kind of controversial subjects, but um, it just has kind of um, gone a different way where, um, I, you know, I instead of talking about politics and stuff instead we're doing uh, accent battles <laughs> so um it, you know i didn't really expect that but um like i said i'm having fun with it and uh, i am planning on starting a station uh, that will focus more heavily on um not quite so uh happy or fun subjects i like your mindset because this is exactly uh what is needed it sounds to me like uh, you have you been to journalism school or this is just natural to you um i have taken uh college english classes um and uh i've always had just kind of the uh, natural knack for uh communication but um yeah i i kind of am kind of a mix of both i like you you are a smart man and you if you develop the other station, it will do well, I'll tell you, because people want to s listen. Let's call it like it is. Everybody would like to speak their mind. Everybody has an opinion. And everybody sees the life through their own perspective. And it's good. And so right now, Very since true. there's a lot of chaos, it's a good time to bring this to the forefront. And you can come at it from maybe not so much your own perspective, but an open engagement discussion. And you become number one in all, all aspects, because they look at you more like he questions things and he doesn't force his opinion on the world, even though right. sometimes those people are successful too when they force their opinion, but you'll have much more easier success from the masses because they'll say, hey, Ike is a good man. He listens to us. So you might be president one day. But listen, Ike, you got me interested because some people say I have accent and I said, you're crazy. I don't know what you mean by this accent. You know, <laughs> what's this, uh, this battle of accents you talk about this, this thing, is this some kind of comedy show? Uh, well, what is it? <laughs> what are you talking about? The battle of the accents. 
Well, it all kind of started um, with a, a seeing off that I did with uh, another guy here on Anchor. His name is Christopher164. And um, mm-hmm. just on one of his segments, he uh, kind of posed the question um, if, if, his, if the audience would like it, if he uh, posted a segment of him singing. And yes. um, that gave me the idea to kind of challenge him to a sing off. Um, if he posts a song, then um, I'll post a song. And so that's kind uh-huh. of how it started. And then once that ended, uh, I was like, well, what's, what else can we do? And so um, I've always had fun just uh, doing accent battles with my friends. And so yes. I thought, well, maybe we can do that here on Anchor. And so people just call in with whatever accent uh, they um, so choose, you know, what? Yeah. So choose. And, uh, Hey, KT, by the way, how you doing? Goodness. Oh, I forgot you were here. I'm sorry. Hold on. Midas, bring me the sheep inside the, inside the house. They're going to freeze to death in the, in the snow. Sorry. My, he, my, uh, Midas is needs to bring the sheep inside. Who knows this is cold, right? Uh, the sheep in, in this time of the year, uh, they don't have their full fur and I have 152 sheep outside. So he needs to go herd them. I'm on a oh, phone dear. call. Yes, you guys are more important to me. Okay, so tell me about this again. You were saying that you do accents. Now, have you heard my type of accent? They say I have. I, I don't think I have accent. This is how I was born. Has anyone <laughs> done my accent on your show? No, they have not. Um, there's been a German <laughs> accent. That... I'm sorry. I'm sorry? He said if he wanted to be on your uh, – would he be able to answer, basically? No, but no, that's not even the question. Here's the question, Katie. If I call in, I probably – they think that I'm doing accent, but this is just how I speak. So I don't, I'm not qualified, right? <laughs> no, you are very qualified. Um, uh, actually, uh, a German guy called in, and uh, it was just his natural accent, um, but he was seeing if I could do a German accent. So – yeah, oh, if you okay. called in, it would be completely, completely fair. I like you. Now, I, mean, I, can, I can call in and do accents because I'm known to do accents. So let me see if I can do this correctly. I'm going to give everybody on Anchor a shot. Listen, by the way, you're being heard by uh, almost, I'm approaching 15,000 listens. So right now you're, you're, you're being heard by almost everyone around the world. Uh, KT is also a popular kind of guy on Anchor. So, Mr. Ike, we're going to bring you a, a lot of stardom. But listen, everybody listening on Anchor, I've been told I do karaoke because we have very big karaoke nights out here. And mm-hmm. I usually say, hey, I'll sign up. And I sign up. And after I finish my, my ginger ale and Shirley Temple and I have, you know, a couple little snacks, I get on stage and I cleared my throat and I say, okay, I'm going to sing Elvis Presley. Most people, they laugh. They're like, no, he's yeah, not. Yeah, he doesn't. Start to style. Yes. I close Elvis Presley, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to him my entire life. So you like him. Listen, so what if I call your station for 2018 and we bring in a new year and I call in like this? Watch this. What? Tell me if I'm okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Wise men say only fools rush in, for I can help falling in love with you. So I'm 
don't know. Most people they give me a little bit of applause, but I, I'm not sure if it that was great. That was that was very good. Spot on. I, I, spot on. I, I thank you, but sometimes I know people they joke to me and they, they kind of for you, you know, humble opinions is nice, but I don't think I've nailed it just yet. I need maybe years and years of time. I'll tell you what I I'll do one more, and then we can talk to Mr. KP. They okay. say everybody's drunk in the karaoke bar, okay? It's a small bar. It probably fits five people, but it's a packed house. So everybody in the town, maybe about 300 people we show up. Mind mm-hmm. you, we're all tight in this place. It's freezing outside, so they drink a lot. And they say, hey, Artestato, your dad was a famous uh, poet and, and philosopher. He would be so proud of you if you could sing country's music. And I said, I don't know country's music. I only do Elvis impressions. They said, no, do, do uh, some type of country. So then I say, okay, fine, no problem. So then I, I get on the microphone the other night and I said, fine, everybody's drunk. They're not going to tell the difference. I said, okay. I get on the microphone and I start singing. And so the only thing I could think of is, 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 is I'm going to tell you right there, I don't know what song I'm going to sing. But in fact, we'll go ahead and sing a little bit of this one here. I got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beard of Texas, my blues away. And, and so I don't know the words, but uh, I please forgive me, everybody. Don't mean to scare people, but what do you think of this? That's spot on. That was very authentic. Very good. Yeah. I thank you for the uh, the humble opinions. You guys are very nice boys. But, uh, Katie, why don't you segue a question to Mr. Ike, please? Yeah, sure. So I, uh, w- I apologize. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, definitely tend to those sheep. But anyway, uh, Ike, uh, your, your question uh, for you is: uh, What's your any uh, plans on a watch day in your second station? I was I was curious. Plans on what for the second station? Oh, an actual launch date, or are you just going to go with Jam One, like you said earlier in previous talks? Um, I, you know, um, I'm not sure yet, and I'm not actually. Can you say that question one more time? I'm sorry, my reception has been really bad here tonight. I don't know why. But, oh, the telegram um, was acting up as artist I would say, yeah, but uh, yes, of course. Uh, but I was saying, do you, what's the actual day you plan on like launching the actual? Uh, the second, I gave you, I gave you a, a suggestion, the wood between boards, or the wood between life, yeah. wood between life, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I'm going for January 1st, uh, as a release date, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not exactly sure if that'll happen, right, you know, I, I'm still trying to come up with a schedule for it, and everything like that, right, right. And so um, I'll be working on that a lot this weekend. And so I guess it kind of depends on how much I get done over the weekend. Um, if I get, you know, a good good start on it, then probably January, I'll be able to do it by January 1st. Um, if not, um, probably during the first week of January sometime. Um, so, yeah, it'll, it really just depends on if I get what I want to get done uh, this weekend accomplished. That's awesome, man. I think that's, that's a good that's a good point that you just kind of have the perfect plan, just execute. I think you'll be fine. Second station is always uh, not that hard. Just once you get in the, the rhythm, you'll be good. Right. Yeah. And thank you for, again, all the suggestions. I really appreciate them. For sure, for sure. 
Mr. Ike, I have a question for you on the political point of the perception of the view for your eyes and what you see right now going on. Just just shooting the shit, as you say, in, in, the, in the states of uh, America. Uh, how do you feel right now with all the uncoverings of what's going on in the White House in the political area of all the sexual... Uh, uh, you know, bad things that these men do and abuse their power. How do you feel the 2017s being uh, the, 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 the light shed on darkness and all this coming out to light? How do you feel about these things? Well, I think it's very, very shameful that these um, men are uh, mistreating women the way that they are. Uh, it, it's just very uh, sickening that um, but they have no respect for um, women or really themselves, because if they had respect for themselves, uh, they wouldn't be doing uh, what they are. So, um, agree, agree. Now, how does this affect America in general? Well, um, you know, I think, um, you, you know, I've always um, been very cautious to put trust in people in power because. Um, most of the time they got there because they uh, had some shady dealing somewhere along the line, but right. um, yes. it, it just, you know, uh, cast even more of a shadow on uh, people in political power. Um, but yeah, I don't think, um, you know, I think it needs to be taken care of. And then I think we need to move on. Um, I think if, you know, obviously it was not, um, acceptable that it happened, but I think if we get stuck on this issue, um, we're not going to be able to continue moving forward like the way we need to. I agree, and let me ask you, in, in adjacent to this question I just posed on you, how do you see the narrative that's being pushed if there's some sort of agenda of the sexual misconduct in the White House leading all the way into America still in, in, in the Hollywood sector? Uh, a lot of the powerful people. So we have two powerful areas and then the influence, if you would, and then it brings down together to the sexual misconduct. What is this narrative that's being pushed that maybe is this a conditioning that they're preparing the masses for or maybe they want to push a new law, a new agenda, preparing for something? How do you see this? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that brings up a good point. It is interesting that these allegations are just now coming out um, after, uh, you know, 20 or 30 years since uh, the victims claim it happened. And, you know, I don't know exactly um, why it's taken so long. Definitely in some cases, I think the women are doing it just for the attention. Sure. You know, I certainly, uh, there, I, I know there are cases certainly where um, their stories are true. Um, but I think in a lot of cases, it's just a cry for attention. You know, um, they're either getting older and don't have as much popularity as they used to, um, you know, or, or something like that. And so they, uh, you know, find, find out about this movement, uh, the hashtag me too movement, and they kind of jump on the ba bandwagon. And, um, you know, I, I just think it's interesting that it takes, it took them 30 years um, to come out with these allegations. So I don't know if there's some kind of a conspiracy 
or yeah, I don't really believe that. I just think they're uh, hungry for more attention. I like this man, uh, Mr. KT. He is a very intelligent. Uh, yeah, well, Ike like is a, go ahead. Yeah, Ike is a very smart man. I gotta admit, he uh, he holds himself very well and knows about certain things that uh, a lot of people may take for granted. He holds himself in a professional way, Aristotle. He's. I will add to that, Katie. He speaks very eloquently and is very astute in a lot of things. So, Mister uh, Ike, if I may, let me ask you these questions. Since you like politics and you're very. Uh, very well informed, and again, you speak with an eloquent elegance to you. I like this. Oh, how you. do you see? You're welcome anytime. How do you see? How do you see the Pentagon recently re- releasing uh, their research and government cover-up program uh, that they uncover? Uh, they're researching these UFO craft, and they say yes, they exist, and we've been researching them. How do you feel about this? Um, well, I, again, that's something that uh, I don't know very much about. I actually thought you were going to, uh, ask about the recent release of the JFK files. Um, that's my next point in case, but go ahead. Okay. We'll to that murder case in a minute. Okay. Uh, so with the UFOs, um, I, I actually, I haven't heard anything, uh, about that, uh, which actually is pretty surprising. Uh, to me that I haven't. Um, I, I was going to say, that's kind of strange to me because it's all over CNN. It is all over the Fox News. It's all over the news networks. And they have the CIA and the Pentagon officials that were working on the project that's now been declassified to the public. And they show the videos and they show the testimonials of these men and the pilots of the aircraft that, uh, that were chasing these UFOs. So it's... It's up for the public. It's disclosed already for the world to see. For the next point being, why 2017 they doing all this, re, you know, releasing of stuff now? Mm-hmm. What, oh, Trump is making America great. I don't know so much yet. But listen, to the next point you just made was JFK. How do you feel about these documents and have you taken a close look at them? Um, I have not taken a close look at them, but I... I um... You know, do you know that there was uh, extensive research done by um, by this guy who uh, used to work for uh, the Secret Service, and um, he concluded that uh, the uh, assassination was um, an accidental uh, misfire by actually one of the Secret Service people, and um, yes, yeah, and so that that's uh, kind of. I know it's kind of a conspiracy theory, but um, that's the story that uh, uh, makes the most sense to me because um, just with the ballistic uh, evidence, uh, it would be highly improbable uh, probable that Lee Harvey Oswald made that shot. So um, that's just that. That's uh, my viewpoint on the uh, JFK conspiracy. Um, and everything like that. And I wasn't really expecting anything new to come out with these JFK files because um, the government does not like to admit that they mess up. That's uh, right, yes. Uh, Mr. Mr. Ike, do you, do you know what has happened to Mr. Oswald? Is he dead or alive or in prison? What's his status? Oh, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald? Yes, the Oswald guy. 
Uh, yeah, he um, was shot and killed by the uh, mob lord, uh, Jack something, I believe. So this is a sad case, because if this man did not do it, he gets killed anyway, so there goes all the evidence. And, and, and listen, let's call it like it is. It smells like a bunch of cow dung to me. I don't know. This is why I don't worry about it, because yeah. they keep you busy with something that happened in the past that we'll never know the truth. Right. One thing about the past, man, you can't change it. Whatever's happened, it's happened. Yep. This leads me to my next point. Does anyone here on this platform, uh, this, this panel, should I say, how do you guys see the future? Do you see it more like uh, everything happens all over again as if it's a, a, a game, hypothetically speaking, uh, that all this repeats itself? History repeats been... itself, right. Have you, how do you feel about those things, Mr. Ike? Uh, well, I, I kind of had this uh, discussion with David Phillips. Um, he was talking about the similar, similarities between the Pax Romana right. and uh, the state of America uh, today. And uh, what I said was that, um, you know, America is in danger of becoming like Rome, where uh, we become so complacent and so um, consumed with ourselves and um, instead of caring about the country. Uh, that we just kind of uh, let it all go and let it fall into uh, the hands of um, tyrants or yes. uh, other nations who uh, you know want to want to take over or destroy it. Um, I I think there's hope for America, um, and especially uh, since uh, Donald Trump uh, looks like Aristotle. Aristotle, yeah. The kind of all going, no worries. But uh, yeah, it's a it's an interesting conversation. You know, we we really don't know if the future could hold. Sometimes it could backfire. I mean, like the past from uh, I I think I hopped in about I think it was the president where I made my call in. I think it was something. Yeah, I think so. Yep. I I was uh, debating it. To be honest with you, I was uh, kind of concerned and at the same time wondering like what. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it it could it could go either way. You know, the Roman Empire and the the state of the U.S. It's uh, it's an interesting. Uh, I guess you'd say plot twist, and it's kind of like a parallel right now where you you see it and you don't see it, and how you kind mm-hmm. of adapt to it is really on, is all perspective. So I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, he's back. Yeah, I, I'm I'm back. I'm sorry. My my telephono is uh, the, the 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 telegram is no good. Well, Maya's uh, had to heard that sheep, right? He escaped, so maybe one. Well, Midas has not brought me my robe, so I'm standing here uh, after my bath. He's not brought a sheep in. He's only brought five out of 152 sheep. So I'm wondering what's going on. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Anywho, go ahead. Proceed. Sorry, guys. You're good. We, I, I kept the convo going. You're good. Yeah, so um, like you said, KT, it's a very... Uh, interesting, um, you know, kind of parallel where um, America has experienced um, many years of peace after a, a huge war, kind of like uh, Rome did. Um, but I think there are uh, enough people left in America who who care about uh, preserving the nation that uh, I don't think uh, we're going to face the Rome, uh, the fate that Rome did, um, at least not at this time. 
this is accurate. I'm only worried if our kids' kids, two generations from now, will be facing this. Let me ask you, Mr. Ike, do you feel like America is Babylon or maybe like the Roman Empire in a sense? Um, I definitely think it has the potential to become um, a Babylon or a Rome. And um, it, it will be very interesting to see what uh, the future generations, um, how they uh, handle with what this generation is doing. Um, yes, I like so, um, I hope that this generation can set up uh, the future generations to, uh, you know, I hope they can set them up well and set them up for success instead of setting them up uh, with a world that, uh, you know, doesn't have an America to, um, you know, preserve freedom, justice, and uh, liberty for all. I agree highly with you. Now, I'm trying to pull up uh the national at this moment and uh does anyone on this uh, panel know exactly what we are in the national debt uh seven trillion i thought it was eight i thought it was eight, eight trillion I... okay i think it's higher than this let me see 13 points uh, uh no it's more the gdp in the last 12 months is up to 18.96 trillion they raised the debt ceiling. Now, let me ask you both these questions. If and so, we're trying to set up the future and our kids as kids and kids, what do you think will happen? How to, I know we cannot repay this debt, let's be honest. How do you see the country happening to have to reset this debt and start from fresh so a catastrophe has to happen in order to do it? Or do you think they're going to set maybe a standard uh, dollar, a uh, monetization for global monetization and all the countries will maybe just say, okay, let's erase the debt and start from scratch nicely. Or do you think a big catastrophe has to happen to solve this issue? Well, um, that, that's a very good and interesting point. Um, like you said, there's no way we are paying that debt back. Um, even if we uh, stopped um, having uh, our products produced uh, in other countries and started producing solely in America, it would take so long to pay back that debt. Um, I, I think what's going to end up happening is like you said, there is going to be something out of the unforeseen nature too. Yep. Th that, um, or we just go to a global um, standard, standard dollar, standard money, uh, standard currency. And yes. uh, that's what everybody uses uh, to uh, buy things. And uh, I'm a Christian. And so, uh, you know, I believe uh, in what uh, the book of Revelation prophesies um, about uh, the one world order. And it does yes. talk about a uh, global monetization occurring. So that that is what I see happening in the future. Well, thank you for saying these things because now I feel comfortable talking to you more about these end times that I tell KT that we are living in. Uh, given that you're a Christian and I'm a big believer too in uh, my oh, Lord. fantastic. Yes, listen, uh, here's the point. We got to tell everybody to help everybody. And I know you will side with this because we both understand this well is that 
we are living in some biblical times that uh, have now been coming to pass. Right. If America does not understand, if they don't, I understand if they don't understand. Again, we both do, you and I. Uh, the biggest signs that have passed in the last 12 months are biblical proportions. We've had the, the, the darkening of the nation when you had the, the solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. This happened was biblical. Now, how did this happen? If you look at it where it started from Seattle and it worked its way all the way down towards the middle, like a crack of the United States, and the, the, as it kept moving, the light and it dimmed all the way down towards the East Coast. That was biblical. Would you not agree, Mr. Ike? No, I, I think that was um, definitely biblical. Um, and, you know, within the past um, few years, we've had the uh, four blood moons, too, which uh, yes. is also talked about uh, in the book of Revelation. And yes. so, um, you know, I do think we're living in some very uh, prophetic times. And, yes, there you go. Prophetic times. Yes. And so I, I don't think we're at the end yet. Um, I think there there is more that needs to happen, um, and the uh, the temple in Israel still needs to uh, be completed. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't think we are at the end yet. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> it does say it in the Bible. It says, "For uh, all these signs will come to pass, and look up for your redemption draweth nine. But I say to you, the end is not yet." In those exact words, verbatim, I quoted. Yes or no? Do I believe that? Well, that's what it says, word for word. I just quoted verbatim exactly how it says it. Oh, okay. Yes, and so you're correct is what I'm saying is the end gotcha. is not okay. yet. Yeah, yes. right, exactly. That's, yes. Um, and, you know, definitely, I think we're living in uh, historic times for sure, Um you know, this is a very interesting period of history, and um, you know it, it's going to change uh, all the history to come. It's going to change the future, the the things that are happening right now. And so, um, you know, it so is Mr. very interesting to watch all of this. Mr. Reich, let's give people the value here. I think you and I just got to a very interesting, re- realistic points that we are making. Is the first thing happened for blood moons? You were mm-hmm. right. Then we had the eclipse where America went dark for just a few minutes. Yep. Then earthquakes in diverse places. And I mean, tremendous amount of big earthquakes. Yes. Remember these? Oh, yes, definitely. And, and the flooding, the floods that just happened, the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Nitty gritty. Rumors of war. And we are hearing tremendous amounts of rumors of war. Yes. Oh, definitely. Like with North Korea. Um, the the uh, conflict with uh, the Islamic State, I definitely yes. definitely think that um, we are, you know, uh, living out what what the Bible has prophesied. I I love this, Mr. KT. I don't think you are ready to hear the endings, uh, because this is just we have to carry this conversation, guys, very soon. I'm interested to know: Are you going to do this station? Uh, relating to this type of stuff? Uh, yes, Th- this stuff um, for sure. And, um, you know, I, 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 these are the kind of conversations that, that I love I want having. To be, if I may, onto your station. 
yes, that that would be fantastic if you'd come and uh, join me. I would love to have you. I would be my pleasure because you are a very nice boy. I love you and KT, and I want to continue these things. Mr. KT, would you like to close the session? Absolutely. So, guys, what are your thoughts tonight? Do you really think we are all in a prophecy? What's your thoughts on Ike? Dang, you left. <laughs> I was gonna do my, uh, that's okay. That's okay. I'll, I'll still I'll still be in character. So, what's your thoughts on Ike in, in our sales conversation? You like the idea of a second station? Your thoughts on JFK? And more importantly, what will the war do? And is that the future to be continued? Anyway, I appreciate your time, man. That was a great combo, and uh, I think you, you absolutely held <laughs> you held yourself pretty well, man. I gotta admit. I think, <laughs> Thanks. No, no that was, was very interesting. <laughs> No, honestly, when, uh, with, with, when most people get on the call with Aristotle, they just hang up, or they don't understand, or they don't really get the fact that this is, this is real. So the uh, your ground, you held your uh, – okay. most people would just be like, ah, hang up, hang up, hang up. It says more about you, the fact that you can do these things, and uh, it's impressive. They've definitely been impressing me. Uh, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Like, you know, I haven't been on this. You haven't even been on here for two. No, nope. <laughs> I mean, you'll, you'll. It's just like when Uncle Mike gets back. I mean, what, what he said. Now you can pretty much teach him, and we can start teaching each other. And uh, I think it's Can't a, wait. it's a great platform, my man. But uh, appreciate it. now. Uh, before we end here, uh, do you? We have a call with Avi tomorrow. It's up to you if you want to come on. It's three o'clock, but if you're busy, I understand. It might just be. Maybe a twenty minute, okay. maybe a twenty minute combo because the problem is, I know everyone's busy with you know New Year's Eve and whatnot, so we're not yeah. we're not going to push it too much. But if that'd be cool. You're welcome. To yeah, come. I think awesome. I really appreciate the invite. Uh, I think I should be able to do it. Um, definitely having it uh, be a shorter conversation. Uh, twenty <laughs> minutes top. That's it. That's it. Well, cool. Yeah, we're just going to reflect, cool. and uh, you maybe can explain a little bit yourself, and uh, that's it, man. Appreciate your time, and. Uh, can't Alrighty. wait! Can't well, wait! Thank you for having me. Yeah, can't wait for uh, the My Anchor Info launch too. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, like, that's been a great talk tonight, guys. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Like, and Aristotle, of course. <laughs>